This podcast is presented to you by Pastors Tom and Bonnie DeShal from Celebration Church in Harare, Zimbabwe. For more information, please visit celebrationmen.org. I think last night, for those of you who are here, when Pastor Lincoln opened up in prayer, I actually messaged him afterwards and I said, did you have privy to what I was going to speak about today? I really thought that he had, but he said, no, I hadn't. And, um, you know, just the whole issue of these 40 years and where we stand today, um, I believe there's something significant also then that Pastor Tom began to share last night when he began to talk about we are coming out of the wilderness into the promised land. So all of that began to speak to me about we're in a time of a shift right now. There's something that is shifting for every single person. I believe it is shifting for the church. And really, what I have um, taken from the 2020, 2022 word today is really, in my heart, almost like I feel like I'm waging a warfare for the word today. And I pray that you will wage the warfare with me, because it's one thing to have it on a printed piece of paper like a Logos, but it's another thing to make that word come alive. And it's not going to come alive until we pray it in, until we speak it in, until we call it in. And so um, I want to take us to our main scripture, um, Ephesians 1, 16, verse 16 to 18. It says this, we do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in our prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, now listen to this, the Father of glory. He is the originator of the glory of God. He is the Father of glory. And he says here, may give to you the Spirit, the Spirit the Spirit, it's in you, in you, the Spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His calling. And listen to this, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And so I found a definition of glory. Now, how do you confine this word glory into and God and all these things into two sentences? But it'll help us just in our humanity here today. And I'd like to use this definition. It's the invisible qualities, the character, or the attributes of God that are displayed in a visible or a knowable way. I'm going to just read that to you again. So the definition of the glory of God are the invisible qualities, the character, or the attributes of God that are displayed in a visible or knowable way. So it's invisible, but it will be made known to us. When that glory is there, it will be made known to us. And then in, these are from the word of the Lord. Isaiah 60 verse 1 says, Arise and shine, for your light has come, 
And listen, the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. It's already risen upon you, His glory. And I tell you, we need the light and the glory as dark as it can possibly. Right now, if you look at what's happening in the world, everything is as dark as it can possibly get. But they are pushing their agendas. They are pushing forward with what is, you know, on their heart. And so I have such a sense, God is saying, this is serious business for us now. We must arise and shine now for His glory to be made known through us in this time that we're in. And if they are getting so much revelation and doing so much on the dark side, how much greater should it be for us? It should be way, way greater. And then Isaiah 22, 23 says this. Again, in our 2022 word, he says, I will fasten him as a peg in a secure place, and he will become a glorious throne to his father's house. So that tells me that in this glory and the glorious throne, there is glory and rulership for us as well. So glory has a lot of different meanings. But we are crowned with glory. We are crowned with honor. The glory is actually inside of us. We're talking about the presence of God. We're talking about manifestation of His glory at times when we just feel it sweeping all around. But that glory is actually right here inside of us. And then in Proverbs 25 verse 2, he says, It is the glory of God. It's God's glory to conceal a matter. But it's the glory of kings to search out the matter. We are a royal priesthood. So this has been given to us. So like we've just heard from Pastor Larry, that we would have to seek out the wisdom and the revelation, not the information. Amen. And we know that in His presence is where wisdom and revelation where the glory really dwells. It's coming into His presence. It's in His presence when He begins to just open up our eyes. He begins to open up our ears. And so that's going to lead me to really where the thrust of my message is today from this part of the 2022 word that I picked up that Pastor Tom had. And the Word of God says, Believe the prophets and you will prosper. I want us to prosper with this word in this season. Because of the 40 years of ministry, because of the word God gave Pastor Tom towards the end of last year, he said, you are now coming out of this wilderness. Well, guess what? They were in the wilderness for 40 years. And so that meant there was a huge shift that took place. And I have such a deep, deep sense that where we are right now, it is time for an incredible shift for us as the church, for us as the body of Christ, for us individually. And I'm just crying out, God, please, I want us to be positioned. I want us to be ready. I don't want us to be left behind because there's too much advancing too quickly on the dark side right now for us to lag behind. We just can't do it. It doesn't matter what we have been through. We have got to arise and shine. Our light, he says, has come. He says the glory of the Lord is actually here in us, through us now, at this time. 
And so this is what, now you all agreed to this prayer last night because I heard you when Pastor Lincoln prayed it. It says, I believe we can shift from visitation to habitation in the days to come. We can shift, move from just having the visitation of the Holy Spirit of the Lord into a place of habitation. There were instances in the Bible where God inhabited his temple and his manifest presence appeared. I believe we too will begin to see an inhabiting presence begin to manifest as we humble ourselves in worship and consecrate our lives in holiness, intimacy, in holiness. Do you know in Isaiah 6.3 it says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. It doesn't say His holiness and yet it's saying holy, holy, holy. But it's saying the whole earth is full of His glory. That glory is through us. And the interesting thing is, I want to take you back here um, to, um, no, let me go here. In 1 Chronicles 28, David wanted to build the temple for God. But the Lord said to him, David, you're a warrior. You have so much bloodshed. He said, I have chosen your son Solomon. Solomon is going to build my temple. And I love that. God chose him. And I believe we have been chosen for such a time as this. This is the year of Bet. It's about his house. It's about his building. He said, I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against the church of Jesus Christ. But the interesting thing is, David, if you remember, had established the 24-7 hour tabernacle of David. So in there, it was free, it was spontaneous, anybody could just go in, you know, it had a whole new dimension to it. But then you also had Moses' tabernacle. Do you remember Moses' tabernacle? That was full of the ordinances. It was very, very strict. Nobody could go in except those chosen priests. So you've got these two totally different dimensions here of tabernacles. You've got total spontaneity, which is the intimacy with God. And then you've got the ordinances. That's you getting yourself right with God. And you know, for those of us that are in, you know, sanctification, holiness. So David said this to Solomon. He said, I am instructing you to search out every commandment. The glory of kings is to search out the matter. And here's David instructing his son. And then David says this to Solomon, wise words of the father, worship him 
and serve Him with a clean heart. Worship precedes revelation and sanctification are key if we want to see the glory of God. We will begin, to, I'll take you back to Pastor Tom's word. He said, we will begin to see this kind of presence manifest as we humble ourselves in worship and in holiness. And David is saying here to Solomon, worship him, a clean heart, holiness. So these two are working together. David paid for the temple. He actually weighed out all the gold for the bread of the presence. I love that. He was so desirous for God's presence. He weighed out the gold for that bread of presence. One of the articles in the tabernacle. God chose the tribe of Judah. What is Judah? Praise. And there was an altar of incense, that is praise and prayer. The, the golden altar was the most central piece of furniture in the whole tabernacle. And that is what is right before the very throne of the living God. And um, it says here, he paid for all these. So here, when I, I've often said this, when I go up to the accounts department or I'm in the prayer room, I always say the gold and the glory go together. It says in Isaiah 45, when we worship him, put him first, worship him, the daughter of Tyre, that speaks of, you know, it was a wealthy city, will come and bring offerings to you, will bring gifts to you. And so I can, I see it all playing out here. David is so generous, just saying, I'm going to pay for all of this. And we've got the worship, we've got the holiness, and we've got the wealth. One of the things about glory, and I can't go into it all now, but I just want us to transfers that are going to take place. And um, one of the things that I believe is going to shift that quickly is if we get shifted into this position here where we are bringing our intimacy with God and we are bringing our clean heart, our holiness to God. And so the spiritual, spiritual application here is clear. God is not referring to a physical place where there are physical utensils, physical sacrifices, physical ark, art, ark of the covenant containing the presence of God, but he's speaking in a prophetic sense in that when you and I allow our hearts to become Solomon's temple, Solomon's temple. Remember, we've got Moses' tabernacle temple. We've got David's. And then God says, I'm choosing this house, Solomon's temple, to dwell in now. That's what I want. And we have the laws written on our heart. When this happens, the ordinances, the laws of God, are written on our heart. And so we begin to love and cherish, we embrace our fellowship with Jesus. And that helps us to automatically be intimate and spontaneous. So there's a marriage between the character and his life within us. That he comes in, not just with a visitation, but a habitation. 
So that means that we are going to come into a place, and I believe this to be true. I believe many prophets speak about this. Many of them pray about it. Many of us have dreamed about it. Where that, that fullness of God is there all the time. Do you know how much easier it makes life when you're not trying to strive in your flesh, but you've made room for the Spirit of God to be in that place where He is inhabiting inside of you. Do you know that you can walk in that discernment we've just heard about? You can really believe giftings because His presence carries everything. And I really believe that's where He's wanting to shift us to, take us to now. It's the promised land. Many of us have these promises. But until we can begin to align with God and what He's asking of us. Habitation. I want to shift you into the habitation. Out of visit, in, out, in, out. I visit my friend here today and then I'm here and then I'm there. No, but in my home, I'm dwelling. I'm, there's a habitation all the time. And this is really where we want to go to. We want that level. I'm tired. I'm tired of striving. I don't know about you. I'm tired of striving. I want that fullness of the Spirit of God. And if He's giving us a portal now to enter in, my word today, I pray, will begin to create something in our hearts that will begin to bring us into that place of that habitation with him. And so, able to dwell. Long, he started the construction on the house in which God's glory would be able to dwell. And as we know, Bet is the house that's from the um, 5782 this year. Um, the number two, Bet is his house. And he says this he says, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer. And we know that that house of prayer is worship as well. It's, it's all those things. It's the altar of incense. It's the bread of presence. It's everything. So when he, that thing, when we've got that right and aligned with him, he is going to come and flood us with his glory, with his habitation. So David's tabernacle is a type of intimacy. But Solomon's temple is a type of rulership and dominion and kingship. Another thing Pastor Tom said in this year's word is there will be a new authority in prayer. We want to decree it today. We're coming into a new authority in prayer. And I think that's why this morning Pastor Tom's bringing us back to the basics so that we've got a sure and a strong foundation. And from there, with our revelation, with our wisdom, with this habitation, we can begin to move into this new authority of prayer. And he said, for those who took time to hear the Father's voice in 2021, 2022 will see them step into a new authority in prayer and their God-given domains. So every one of us has a domain. I don't see us functioning fully as we should in those domains yet. But this is where God wants us to be. He wants us to come into that place of rulership, that place of dominion, where we can begin to skatizo, sit, 
and we are there in the spirit. We are taking the authority in these dark places because our light has come. We arise, we shine. The glory of the Lord has risen upon us. It's here. It's on us. It's in us. Oh, I, I, I wish I had more articulation for what I sense in my spirit about this, for where he wants us to be. So from this, we learn that we're going to move from a place of intimacy with God to a place of dominion, authority, ruling, reigning in this life. And it takes a sacrifice. Yes, it does take a sacrifice. These things don't just come easy. The cross wasn't easy. But if we will avail ourselves to the living God, if we'll yield to the Holy Spirit, I really believe this shift is taking place. And we are going to come into the glory and the habitation for the living God. He will come and fill his temple, fill his house. The scripture says there was nothing in the ark. This was in Solomon's temple, except the two tablets which Moses had put there at Horeb when the Lord made covenant with the sons of Israel. So previously in Moses' tabernacle, there'd been Aaron's rod. There was the manna. You remember that? Pastor Tom talked about how the manna stopped the moment they got into the, the promised land. Um, and this was for the fullness of God's purpose for you and me. So that why? His laws would be written on our heart. Nothing else but His laws. And when that is on, I remember he said, I'll take out the heart of stone, I'll give you a heart of flesh. And when those laws are written on our heart, it's so easy to do the will of God. It's so easy to flow with him. It's so easy for the obedience to come and not second guessing, is this God, is this not God? And if we are to move not only into the intimacy we're going to come into the dominion and the ruling as well. We're going to reign with Jesus. We will do it because it's in our hearts to do it. We will love him. We will serve him because our hearts burn after him. It won't be because we have to do it, like Pastor Tom said this morning. It's going to be because we really want to. This is another level. This is another place in the spirit God's calling us to. He wants to show us his glory. It's another place. He says, I am taking you from glory to glory. We're not going back. We're going from glory to glory. Every single one of you, I'm decreeing today, you are going from glory to glory. Celebration Ministries International, I'm decreeing today. We, in the midst of all the tribulation right now, are going from glory to glory. We are not shrinking back. Our light is getting brighter 
and brighter and brighter until the full noonday sun. There is light on our path. His glory is light. We arise and shine for our light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon us. His glory, His glory is risen upon us. He has promised it. He has promised it. And I'm saying today, Father, we are here to take it. We are here to take this today. The enemy has stolen from us. He has stolen so much from us. This is the time. This is the hour. It is now. It is now. I want to begin from this conference. I, I, I have seen over the years, there are certain things that will take place when Pastor Tom and Bonnie as the Apostle and Prophet of the House stand up. And I see things will begin to shift. I really sense with all my heart, Pastor Tom, this conference, for me, I battled with this word so much. I can't tell you. But I felt God said, Pastor Tom and Bonnie, as they minister here, this conference is about shifting us. So when I heard Pastor Tom minister last night about going, and you know, that was the word he got the end of last year. He said, I don't hear God speaking to me like this too often. But the reason was because the shift must take place. And I believe with all my heart, as I was seeking God, he said, it's at this conference that it's happening. It's happening here at this conference. The shift is coming. And you prayed this last night. I heard you. We are going from a visitation to a habitation of the presence of the living God. Only He can initiate that and come when things are in order. And that's why I believe there's been so much teaching on the sanctification. And we've taught on the intimacy through the worship because God is wanting to bring this all together in this shift. It's going to change a lot of things. It will change a lot of things. I'm telling you. Do you know, in Solomon's time, he had so much wisdom. There's actually a whole book of Proverbs that he's written because the wisdom was there. Do you know, in his 40 years, he had rest all around. We are in the Shemitah year. I believe the wisdom, the revelation, the position of rest that we will begin to operate from as this shift happens is going to cause knees to bow, tongues to confess the Lordship of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I'm telling you, it will begin right in your home. 
It'll begin in your home, your unsaved family members. They, the first ones, will begin to see what is taking place here. I, I don't have the articulation. I, I don't know fully what it looks like. I really don't. But I know from the Word of God, this is what He is wanting for us. You know, Jesus, he, was, he had the fullness of the Spirit. He was, you know, He was glory Himself that came. And just study His life, how He operated, how He went about. As the body of Christ, this is what God is wanting for us. He is wanting us to move in another dimension. We cannot stay stuck where we are. I keep saying, God, we cannot remain where we are. We've got to move forward now. A shift. A shift. I say there is a shift. It is being proclaimed at this conference. The shift is here at this prayer conference 2022. How it's all panning out is not our business, but God says proclaim it, wage a warfare for it, call it into being because it's His will for us to move into this place of habitation. And it's a shift. It's a shift. It's a shift. Wouldn't you love it if he just came down in his glory right now to just lift us up out of this, whatever the enemy has trapped us in in this season. God's saying, I want you out of it. I want you to come out of this lethargy. Come out of it. Come out of the lethargy. Come out of it. Arise, shine. Your light has come. It's here. It's here. Whew. I want to read you from 2 Chronicles 5, 11 to verse 14. What happened when there was intimacy and sanctification, Solomon's temple, the place God wants to dwell. It said the priests then withdrew from the holy place all the priests who were there had my one version says consecrated but in the other exactly the same translation said sanctified sanctified and for anybody who did not hear Pastor Tom's message on sanctification in line with this shift you need to hear that message I've been born again for 40 years now. I have never heard a word on sanctification like that one. Made it very clear. And I believe that's what God, He's not hiding things from us. Very clear to us. Sanctification. It says, All the priests who were there had sanctified themselves, regardless of their divisions. All the Levites who were musicians... There was Asaph, Haman, Jetun, and their sons and relatives. The sons and the relatives were there. 
that means something was happening if they got the relatives in. They stood on the east side of the altar. They dressed in fine linen. They were playing cymbals, harps, and lyres. They were accompanied by 120 priests sounding the trumpets. The trumpeteers, the musicians all joined in unison to give praise and thanks to the Lord, accompanied by the trumpets, the cymbals, and all the other instruments. The singers raised their voices in praise to the Lord and saying, He is good. His love endures forever. And then the temple of the Lord. This is God's temple. The temple of the Lord was filled with the cloud and the priests could not perform their service because of the cloud. Listen, the glory of the Lord had filled the temple of God. You are a temple of God. He wants to fill you with that. How do you want to just enjoy falling down before him because there's such an intimacy, such a love? And out of that, you will just go out there and conquer. This is where we're shifting to. It's a new place in the spirit. It is a new place in the spirit. But here's the thing. The glory cloud came when God ordained, his God-ordained requirements were married to the presence of God. So we cannot just have the intimacy and not be living right. And, you know, we've been hearing a lot about that because here's the thing. Our intimacy can carry us to a point. But then once that happens, there needs to be some responsibility do you know in a, a relationship, a love relationship, a marriage relationship, it's no good just having intimacy, intimacy all day long, and there's no food on the table. No one's taking responsibility to go out and work or, you know, do, you know, the things that you're supposed to do to keep things going. If you just have the intimacy, intimacy, guess what? You're going to starve. Hmm. Amen. <laughs> So God wants us to have both, but he wants us to take responsibility with this as well. We can't waste his presence. We can't, my brothers and sisters. And so I've been hearing message after message of late from the pulpit. Time to clean up the house. Time to take responsibility. I've been hearing it a lot from the pulpit these last Sundays. I am telling you, this is God getting us ready to shift into what He wants. Those are not just nice messages. God is serious about this. Clean up the house. This is the year of the house, bet. Clean up your house. Clean it up. You are going to feel so much better. I'm telling you, when your house is in chaos, you don't even like going home. I was trying to find some shoes this morning, and I feel bad because the Shoes were in chaos. And I said to myself, God, if I was orderly and these shoes were in the right place, I would find it in one second. 
So it's no different. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. We are now Solomon's temple. He wants to inhabit us with his presence. This golden laden temple is within you and me. And this is what God says. He says, when I build up Zion, that is us, the church, I will fill her with my glory. So I want to read to you from Psalm 102, verse 13 to 16. It says, and I'm decreeing this, proclaiming this over us for this time. You will arise and have mercy on Zion. He has mercy on us. For the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come for your servants to take pleasure in her stones and show favor to her dust. Listen to this. So that the nations shall fear the name of the Lord. People don't fear God's name anymore. It's time. It's time. People do not blaspheme the name of Jesus. It is time now. They must fear the name of the Lord. They must fear His name. It says here, And all the kings of the earth, your glory. <laughs> all the kings, those in rulership, must begin to see the glory of God coming through us. For the Lord shall build up Zion, and he shall appear in his glory. He will actually, it will, people will see it. It will be visible for them to see. That's what I read to you the definition at the beginning. As this begins to happen, they will actually see the glory of God. And in 2 Chronicles 6, verse 7, 1 to 3, going on, it says, hmm. When Solomon had finished praying, it says the fire came down from heaven consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the temple the priests could not enter the house of the Lord because of the glory it had filled the Lord's house and when all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord on the temple, they bowed their faces. Father, we want to say thank you. Let's stand. Let's lift our hands. Father, today, these are not just nice words that we want to speak. These prophetic words from the 2022 word are not just something. It's not just black ink on a piece of paper. 
Father, today we are here as your body, as your church, as your bride. And we are desperate. We are desperate. We are desperate. We are desperate. Oh God, we are desperate. We are desperate for the shift. The shift that you have begun. The shift you have oh, begun. Lord, you're now. Carry it through. We praise your name. I want to decree today nothing forevermore. is going to stop. We give our hearts. Nothing is going to stop. We give our temples to you, Father. You said you will build your church. You, you will are build our up peace. And you will you fill it with your glory. You're always that is every individual. That is every to household. And that is the truth. What it is oh, to experience your presence anymore. Oh, no more, no more after today. After this conference, Father, we are believing you for the grace to push through, to see your word fulfilled, where you will no longer just visit us, but you will be our habitation. You will move us, you will shift us into this, Father. We thank you. Thanks for listening. For more teachings and videos, visit celebrationmen.org.